0: and the top headlines
1: now to the richmond sports center
0: here's mitchell bradley good morning it's eight o'clock contact tracing has forced the acc to cancel tonight's matchup between louisville and virginia tech as of now the hokies are scheduled to conclude the regular season on saturday with a road trip to nc state the atlantic 10 tournament starts this morning with a pair of games over at the Siegel center it'll be an 11 a.m tip off for number 12 LaSalle versus number 13 st joe's at 2 the 11 seed fordham faces the bottom seed Number 14, Fordham, Richmond not in action until tomorrow morning at 11 when they face Decane. VCU gets the double bye and will play the winner of Dayton, Rhode Island on Friday afternoon at 3.30. More Spiders news. Head coach Chris Mooney says that Blake Francis's x-ray on his back and hip all came back negative. He'll be a game-time decision for Thursday's contest. The senior was injured in the first half of Monday night's loss to St. Joe's when going for a layup and falling hard to the court. Randolph-Macon's men's basketball team keeps the top spot in this week's D3Hoops.com Top 25 poll. They received 15 first-place votes. The Jackets look to win their second straight ODAC tournament starting Saturday when they take on Bridgewater at 5 p.m. Macon defeated the Eagles both matchups during the regular season. The Braves won their second spring training game on Tuesday, defeating the Twins 6-0. Atlanta opens their regular season four weeks from tomorrow in Philadelphia. I check if your ESPN Richmond weather forecast.
1: Good morning. We'll see mostly sunny skies today, and it will be mild with highs in the lower 60s. I'm Storm Tracker 8 meteorologist Matt DiNardo.
0: Weather brought to you by Herman Allen Plumbing, Heating, and Cooling for rebates or low payments on the new Linux Home Comforter System. Call Herman Allen at 804-746-5853. You're up to date now in the Richmond Sports Center, approaching 802. Mitchell Bradley on 995 and 1027-ESPN.
2: Experience amazing today at the reimagined Lexus of Richmond. Huddle up. Sit up. All right, huddle up. Bring it in, guys. This is the Sports Huddle with Bob Black on 99.5
1: and 1027 ESPN. Let's
2: go. Huddle up. We're also streaming live at ESPNRichmond.com. Come on,
1: huddle up. Now, here's Bob Black another
3: offensive rebound flips it back out to Trent Frazier the Illini on the offensive glass leading 11-3 Frazier with a three and he stuck it from way out top Frazier knocks down a three his first of the game and the lead is 21
4: Well, just when you think you've got college basketball figured out, at least at the beginning of March, before we really get into the March Madness, then that happens. Not that it was the greatest, biggest upset of all time, but the way Michigan had been rolling its opponents, it is surprising that the Wolverines hit a speed bump last night. And as you could hear, the voices of Illini basketball on the Illinois Radio Network from Learfield IMG College very giddy, very happy about what the Illini did last night to second-ranked Michigan. The Big Ten really flexing its muscles as we get into March. And Illinois with a statement win on the road at Michigan, 76-53. to They not just beat them, they beat them bad last night. And I know away games, it's not what it used to be. Hopefully it will be again, at least beginning next year. But for now, that's a huge win for Illinois at the top of all of this, amongst the top seeds and the number one seeds that will be coming in each region. Illinois' win at Michigan last night. Um, Again, not so much stunning that Illinois won the game, but stunning that they won it as badly as they did. And, hey, Michigan's been good. For so long now, they went through their own lengthy COVID pause. Um, For them to stub their toe once maybe isn't all that big a deal. They're still in solid position, obviously. But to lose that way is a little bit eye-opening. So we tip off our uh, Wednesday morning edition of the sports huddle. what day is this? It's time for tournament action. That's all we know. Uh, Bob Black with you here, Mitchell Bradley producing. Got a great show lined up for you uh, this morning. We'll get into that in a little bit as well. Uh, some of the other college basketball from last night, and I mentioned this when we were leaving the air yesterday morning on our Ariana's. Uh, What's on the menu is there were it was a Super Tuesday in college basketball, and it started with the five o'clock game, which was the Baylor West Virginia game that went to at least seven thirty or so because they went overtime it was a wild one last night jared butler wound up with 25.6 assists for baylor uh, and the bears out west virginia in morgantown again not as impactful as if they'd had a full house there but baylor with a 94 89 win over west virginia and the baylor bears their first ever regular season big 12 title as they knock off West Virginia, 94 to 89. Again, Baylor with just the one loss now. Gonzaga with no losses. Michigan now with the two losses after the defeat last night. Uh, then there were some other games. Alabama beat Auburn, 70 to 58. Crimson Tide at number eight, Arkansas over South Carolina. Been a long year for the Gamecocks, 101-73. Shaka Smart and Texas, a good, solid road win at Iowa State, which is not a very good team. Boy, what happened to basketball at Iowa State, by the way? Not that we follow them very closely, but they're 2-19 and and 0 for the season in the Big 12. That's a miserable year right there to go through the pandemic and COVID and all of that and be 0-16 and 2-19. and Not even competitive, 81-67, Texas, the Longhorns with the victory there. Texas Tech over TCU, 69-49, and then, uh, boy, Purdue did it again. The other big game in the Big Ten was the Boilermakers and the Badgers and Purdue with a 73-69 win. Over Wisconsin and Purdue now up to seventeen and eight, I'll tell you what Wisconsin has to be worrying a little bit. I know they're ranked twenty fifth I'm sure they're in, but they're only sixteen and ten now and and ten and nine in the uh in the Big Ten. So those were the top 25 games from last night and it really was a pretty good night quite frankly of college basketball and it puts us on the cusp of moving forward in the conference tournament action uh, in college basketball and or the last week of the regular season and I don't know we must have jinxed it yesterday talked about it just a little bit that it felt it felt like more games were being played. We were talking less and less about contact tracing and COVID-19 results and pauses and all of that. And then, unfortunately, the news that the Louisville-Virginia Tech game tonight has been canceled because of contact tracing within the Tech program. This is where it gets really frustrating, particularly this time of year. So that that, that means there were no positive tests, right? amongst the Virginia Tech Tier 1 party that it was simply a contact tracing thing. And they've got a healthy basketball team, but obviously you can't take any chances with that. Louisville's not going to want to play that game, although they want to play that game. So Tech had no choice but to report it and to cancel tonight's game. And that would have been a really good one for both the Hokies. would have been a good one for the Hokies uh, because they're in solid shape right now and it would have been a very important one for for Louisville which as we talked about yesterday they've got a big week with or had a big week unfortunately with Virginia Tech and Virginia and Tech's a little bit ahead has been a little bit ahead of Louisville as far as the net rankings is concerned. Overall, Hokies 15 and 5. Louisville 13 and 5. I'm just looking at their quad ones. I mean, Louisville still in pretty good shape. In fact, if you if you break down the numbers, this game was as important to Tech as it is to Louisville. Uh, Louisville is seven and four in quad one and quad two games, and Virginia Tech is five and five. So yeah, that that's. That's a tough one to wipe from the schedule. And, of course, with uh, limited time, there's there's no chance that game's going to be made up. Maybe they'll see each other in the ACC tournament, but they're not going to play that one. So now Louisville set its sights on Virginia to wrap it up this weekend. The Cavaliers are 20 in the net and, as we said, clinched a top four double bye already in the ACC. So that one's a really shame, uh, shame that that game was not played or will not be played Tonight in college basketball, the Louisville Virginia Tech game that that's a tough one to swallow. And again, we just kind of, you know, you can't do that. I should have known better than that. That that you know, thought we turned the corner on this sort of thing, and then that happens. Um, So that that really really shame that game won't be played. Uh, ACC last night, Pitt beat Wake Forest seventy to fifty seven. There was some conference action. The Horizon. The Horizon League had some had some really good games. Actually, they had a one point game and a two point game. Uh, this is where it's really fun to take a look at conferences that we don't follow all that much during the year, and all of a sudden, uh, you talk about them playing their hearts out when it's uh, uh, the season's either going to continue or it's going to end. Uh, Northern Kentucky beat Detroit Mercy seventy to sixty nine. Remember, way back when the Richmond Spiders season was supposed to start with Detroit Mercy. Somewhere I think I still have my uh my chart my play by play chart for Richmond versus Detroit Mercy and could probably still tell you everything you want to know about Detroit Mercy. And it doesn't matter now because their season's done. They lost by one to Northern Kentucky in the Horizon League 70 to 69. And Milwaukee with a two point win, upset win over Wright State. There's some madness for you because Wright State was having a, a very good year. 18 and six. They were 16 and four in the Horizon and an under 500 Milwaukee team beat them 94 92. Uh, solid win for Georgetown last night and the Big East beat Xavier 72-66. It has not been a great year for Patrick Ewing and the Hoyas. They're still well under 500. Uh, Xavier, that's, that's not a loss that you want to absorb at this time of the year. 72-66 lost to Georgetown last night. Uh, Michigan State makes a case for Uh, at large consideration out of the Big Ten with a 64-58 win over Indiana that certainly moves Indiana onto the wrong side of the bubble and then I would say Duke is very certainly back on that wrong side of the bubble and Georgia Tech one of the real success stories of the year um, down there in Atlanta with an 81-77 overtime win over the Blue Devils last night that might actually be one of the hidden better games of the night, and more important games of the night. Actually, is Georgia Tech's win that gets them to fourteen and eight and ten and six in the ACC, and I think now it's a fork on conclusion. The only way the blue blood known as Duke gets into the NCAA tournament is by winning the ACC championship LSU over Vanderbilt 83 68 another tough year for the Commodores and uh, LSU seems to be solidly in the field at 15 and 8 at the moment Uh, Kentucky can't quite turn the corner can they the Wildcats uh, that's another blue blood that's not going to be in the tournament this season barring an amazing run in the SEC championship Ole Miss beat them 70 to 62 last night all right there you go that's kind of a rundown of our college basketball for a Wednesday morning. And the reason, other than I love it anyway, that I went really hot and heavy on college basketball here in the first segment and can do so in the next one is that after that, uh, we're going to be on a variety of different topics that will not, be college basketball related this morning just figure i'll throw that out there for you now so that's kind of why we start as heavy as we do with college hoops and of course uh, richmond is title town usa right now even though a title is not going to be decided in this city although it should have been but in any event uh it is championship uh city. How about that? Because the Siegel Center begins hosting the Atlantic Ten Tournament today. In fact, in just a few short hours, uh those opening round games will be played at the Siegel Center at eleven and two today, and then the first round games tomorrow at both the Siegel Center and Robin Center, including Richmond, which plays the eleven A. M. game tomorrow against Duquesne. More on that coming up all right so yes uh that's our morning brew this morning we do uh talk a lot of college basketball around here and we certainly start off with that this morning morning brew brought to you by pick and brew barbecue north carolina style barbecue south of the james thirteen thirteen 13 whole street if you're settling in for some college basketball today and tonight they're open and ready to serve you one to eight uh today and tomorrow and then one to ten On Friday and Saturday, they're featuring the Country Boy Burger topped with lettuce, tomato, cheese, pickles, and mayo this week. And then all of their great menu items are available at pigandbrew.com. More college basketball talk. uh, will sneak in in the next 15 minutes. But then after that, here's what we'll be talking about on today's Sports Huddle. These are today's top stories. Read
1: the copy, please. The copy's good. Just read it. This is the Opening Drive.
2: That looks like my new co-anchor may need a glass of water.
4: (laughs) (laughs) Opening Drive brought to you by our friends at Lexus of Richmond over there on Midlothian Turnpike. Thrilled once again to have them partner with us here for March Madness. They're going to be our presenting sponsor of both the Atlantic 10 and NCAA tournament coverage right here on ESPN. Yes, Lexus of Richmond, our presenting sponsor of the Atlantic 10 NCAA tournaments heard exclusively here in the capital city on ESPN Richmond. Uh, All right, Uh, we're going to talk some JMU football at the bottom of the hour, and then we're even going to expand that a little bit further and uh, talk some FCS football. Uh, This is opening week for Richmond and William & Mary, and they will play each other this Saturday. We'll have that game for you at 1 o'clock on Saturday afternoon. 12.30 is our airtime. And then it's been an interesting start to this spring season. North Dakota State saw its long winning streak snapped last week. Uh, so Kevin Marshall's going to join us. We've had him on uh, several times from FCS Nation. And in full disclosure, I was on his program yesterday. So we turned the tables, and he'll be on our program today. So he's coming up at 8.45 this morning. Um We also have Demonte Tucker-Dorsey going to join us from JMU this morning as they've won their first two games. And they will get set to play at Elon. I think I had that backwards. Kevin Marshall at 830 and then DeMonte at 845 this morning. And then 9 o'clock. Really looking forward to this. We're going to do our sports fan forum. Uh, Parney's going to join us from the Richmond Flying Squirrels. Rob Ucrop from the Richmond Kickers. Dan Schmidt from RMC. And we're going to talk about uh, the impact of the governor loosening the restrictions on outdoor sporting venues to a 1,000 people, 30%, whichever's left. Uh, Less and getting people back into the stands. This is just a small step forward. And obviously the operators of the venues want it to be more as we move forward. So we're going to spend uh, basically the nine o'clock hour in a sports roundtable with those guys and really looking forward to that. I would love to be able to just step out of the way and let them converse amongst themselves as we move forward. But it'll give you some information on if you're you know, a fan of the Flying Squirrels or the Kickers um, or even Richmond Raceway. Dan Schmidt will be able to talk to that. Unfortunately, Dennis Pickmeyer had a uh, NASCAR meeting this morning, so couldn't join us at nine o'clock o'clock but just how it's going to impact you if you want to go to one of these games or one of these events what it's going to be like and how different it's going to be to sit in the stands and get in and out of the venues than what you're used to in the past so looking forward to that that's coming up in our nine o'clock hour uh, this morning so we do have a little bit of time if you'd like to join us this morning by all means we'd love to hear from you if not just settle in with us and uh, listen to what should be some great sports conversation whether it's college football or again getting you back into these venues. We're going to talk a lot about that in the 9 o'clock hour. 521-8501, 804-521-8501, text line 804-638-9508. Looks like a nice sun splash Wednesday, middle of the week. Glad you've joined us, Sports Huddle, 99.5-1027, ESPN. ESPN Richmond. Traffic. This traffic update is sponsored by Exergen. Accuracy matters.
5: We have a crash coming our way on I-95 northbound as you approach Route 460. That's got us back up through Wagner Road in Petersburg. Heads up for a traffic hazard on Otterdale Road at Westerly Parkway and River Road. Eastbound traffic very slow from Huguenot Road back through Three Chop Road. I'm Jim Huggins on 995M1027 ESPN.
6: Receive a $5 rebate by trading up any non-contact thermometer toward an Exergen purchased at any retailer. Details at Exergen.com where accuracy
3: matters. This update is brought to you by Herman Allen. For big rebates and low payments on a new Lennox Home Comfort System, call Herman Allen Plumbing, Heating, and Cooling at 804-746-5853 today.
1: So what's your favorite thing about sports? The excitement, the action, or the 5-8 pizza and cold six-pack? Bingo. That's what we thought. 99.5 and 1027 ESPN.
4: Did you uh, happen to catch uh, the Channel 6 special show last night? Hope you tuned in for that on the Atlantic 10 coming to the RVA. Um, Not blowing smoke here, but I thought it was a really well-produced and done show last night. Kudos to the folks at Channel 6. For not only putting it on the air, but uh, making it look uh, really cool. Behi- we use that phrase behind the scenes so much, but I thought it really happened last night. And the uh, interaction between Lane and Sean, between the two arenas, I thought was outstanding. And the look at the 810 tournament and the Richmond of ECU programs thought was really good last night. Um, so hopefully you got a chance to see that. Uh, Love the segments on Grant Gold and Jacob Gilliard as roommates. And just seeing them in a little bit of a different light, a little bit more relaxed, a little bit lighter, that kind of thing. And, uh, you know, how they came to be such good friends and roommates, uh, at Richmond. And then the the behind-the-scenes story on Jamal Brunt, the assistant coach at VCU, who, uh, one of my favorite guys, spent uh, a decade as a Richmond assistant. You know, started, you know, as a director of basketball operations for Coach Mooney and worked his way up through 10 years. And uh, we went back about 10 years. There was some, in fact, longer than that. There was some nice footage had pictures of when he was a Richmond assistant and the 2011 team and uh, back to his playing days at Randolph-Macon and his coaching days there and uh, saw him with Mike Rhodes and the story about how he was recruited to Randolph-Macon and became a coach because of Mike Rhodes. So I, I thought it was really well done uh there was uh some sound bites an interview with Bernadette McGlade the Atlantic 10 commissioner about the tournament coming to the Siegel Center and the Robbins Center so really good stuff um on last night's uh, program, which also led me to think a little bit about Richmond. And as Mitchell mentioned in the update, a little bit of news on Blake Francis and coach Mooney went into this last night on the coaches radio show here that, you know, was still in significant amount of pain a day after he took that fall on Monday night, which you might imagine, but it sounds like all the test results have been good. They've been negative, which is positive. Uh, and uh, they're practicing this morning see if he's able to go and practice today. But my guess is he would take a shot at this tomorrow at 11 o'clock when the Spiders play. And Coach Mooney definitely said that Grant Golden will play tomorrow that they're working on some sort of new protection and device for that finger on the left hand that has given him so much trouble since he broke that finger a couple of games back. So uh, that was the news out of the coaches' show last night. Golden uh, certainly will play, according to Coach Mooney, and still a game-time decision on Blake Francis, but at least the test results have been good. It's going to be a matter of, of pain and, and endurance and all of that for Blake, and you know maybe he'll try and give it a go in the Spiders' practice today and then be ready to go for the game tomorrow. And interestingly enough, uh, just in preparing for an early morning game, you know, uh, the Spiders are actually going to practice at the time of the game this morning, which is 11 11 o'clock. I'm sure the other teams playing at the early hours have done similar. I'm sure Duquesne has done similar as well. It's a little bit different on a game day than it is on just a practice where you come in, you get taped, and you go out. So it's probably a little bit later in the morning. You can probably get yourself going, you know, 9, 9.30, get, get some breakfast in you and get over and get taped and – and get out on the practice floor, whereas on a game day, it's going to be significantly earlier than that. Literally, I I would think it's going to be in the 6 o'clock hour when those guys are getting up and probably going through last uh, walkthroughs at hotels and scouting reports and then getting over to the arena. So at least they're out there on the court this morning uh, at uh, 11 o'clock, which is game time tomorrow. Mitchell had actually asked me yesterday if this is the earliest I've ever broadcast a game. 11 o'clock our airtime will be ten thirty tomorrow morning you can't get too much earlier than that now i told him this morning i got a little asterisk uh that i would put next to that because way way back in the day uh in the 80s somewhere uh when brian jordan was the star player of the richmond spiders football and baseball that's how far back we're going and obviously we've had brian on this show several times talking atlanta braves and major league baseball But Richmond played a football game in London. At the time, it was the first American college football game ever to be played in England overseas in a regular season game. And it was a regular season game against a program that doesn't even exist anymore, Boston University. Uh, The school still exists, but but BU does not. Uh, BU football does not. In any event, uh, that game was actually played on a Sunday. And in London, it was at 2 o'clock in the afternoon. But in the United States, it aired at 7 in the morning. So with a little bit of an asterisk, uh, that one would never be beat. 7 o'clock in the morning, we were on the air here in the capital city, and in Central Virginia. But in my world, being in London for that game, no, we didn't have remote broadcast back then, thank goodness, because it was nice to be able to go on that trip to London. Uh, it was in the afternoon. Other than that, I would say the good old days of the CAA baseball tournament when Richmond was in the CAA and we used to go and cover those games and broadcast all the Richmond games. And they had some great games and great teams back then when they were going to the NCAA tournament as the automatic qualifier or even an at-large one year out of uh, – out of the CAA and and out of the A-10, as a matter of fact, as well. But certainly the CAA days come to mind. And those games used to start at 10 in the morning. And I'm sure somewhere along the way, Richmond got stuck with a 10 a.m. game, and we broadcast that game. So I would say that would probably be the only other time that I broadcast this early In the morning, uh, 11 o'clock for game time and 1030 for airtime. I would say certainly for football or basketball, this will be the earliest that we have ever done a game. And hopefully it's the first of back-to-back games at that hour because obviously the next day, the Spiders, if they win or Duquesne, if they win, would get uh, number one seed St. Bonaventure at 11 o'clock on Friday morning. All right. There you go. Kind of got off path just a little bit. Uh, Let's stay right on cue and right on schedule here. Speaking of early in the morning, uh, Kevin Marshall is out there in mountain time, out there in Montana. So he's going to be up. I hope he set a couple of alarms. uh, And he said to me yesterday he was going to do that. So he'd be on with us live this morning. No tricks here. Even though it's two hours earlier for him, he's up and about. And we will talk some FCS football. Coming up next with Kevin Marshall from FCS Nation, our next half hour Pretty much college football. In fact, it will be college football. And then we'll get into our sports fan forum in the 9 o'clock hour. Right at 825, Sports Huddle, 99.5, 1027 ESPN.
2: Looking for wagering advice or a smarter strategy to pick the NBA or college hoops this weekend? Then tune in to The Fine Line with Joe Wiz. Saturday mornings at 9 on 99.5 and 1027 ESPN.
6: Get in
1: the zone, AutoZone. Welcome to AutoZone. What are you working on today? You're probably looking for some fuel treatment. It cleans your fuel system to help your engine run smoother, and that means better gas mileage. Right now, you can get two bottles of Lucas Complete Fuel Treatment for just $8, plus a $1 bonus reward if you're an AutoZone Rewards member. Not a member? Don't worry. We can sign you up fast right here or on AutoZone.com. Getting the job done just got easier. Restrictions
7: apply. Get in the zone, AutoZone. Hi, this is Joe Cordell with the law firm Cordell & Cordell. When the prospect of divorce becomes a reality, you need a partner that you can count on. If you're a man in this situation, consider contacting Cordell & Cordell. We've helped men navigate complex legal matters for 30 years.
3: Contact the
6: domestic litigation firm of Cordell & Cordell to schedule an appointment with one of our firm's Richmond area attorneys, a partner men can count on. Online at CordellCordell.com. That's CordellCordell.com. Office in the West End. Lux
1: Chevrolet is a proud sponsor of the Sports Huddle with Bob Black. Mornings on ESPN Richmond, 516 South Washington Highway in Ashland. Online at LuxChevrolet.com.
3: best barbecue is at Pig & Brew. Stop by for authentic North Carolina-style barbecue and signature to cocktails. Open Wednesday through Saturday, 1 to 8 p.m. at 1313 Hull Street, south of the Change. Online at pigandbrew.com. Local
1: afternoon sports talk is back on ESPN Richmond. Border to Border with Matt Joseph's weekday afternoons at 3. He'll have the headlines of the day. Guests to talk about them. Your phone calls and more. Border to Border, presented by Colonial Downs Racetrack. Local scores and the top headlines. Now to the Richmond Sports Center. Here's Mitchell Bradley.
0: It's 8-28. Contact tracing has forced the ACC to cancel tonight's matchup between Louisville and Virginia Tech. As of now, the Hokies are scheduled to conclude their regular season on Saturday with a road trip to NC State. The Atlantic 10 tournament gets started this morning. A pair of games over at the Siegel Center today. It's an 11 a.m. tip off for number 12 LaSalle versus number 13 St. Joe's. At 2, the 11 seed Fordham faces the bottom seed of the tournament. That's number 14 Fordham. Richmond isn't in action until tomorrow at 11 when they face Duquesne. VCU getting the double bye. They'll play the winner of Dayton, Rhode Island. Friday afternoon at 3.30. More Spiders news. Head coach Chris Mooney saying that Blake Francis's X-ray on his back and hip all came back negative, and he'll be a game-time decision for Thursday's game. The senior was injured in the first half of Monday night's loss to St. Joe's when going for a layup and falling hard to the court at the Robin Center. Randolph-Macon's men's basketball team keeps their top spot in this week's D3Hoops.com Top 25 poll, receiving first 15 first-place votes. The Jackets look to win their second straight ODAC tournament. They start Saturday with action against Bridgewater at 5 p.m., making defeated the Eagles both matchups during the regular season. Spring training, Braves win their second game so far, defeating the Twins on Tuesday 6-0. Atlanta opens their regular season four weeks from tomorrow in Philadelphia. A check in for ESPN Richmond weather forecast.
1: Good morning. We'll see mostly sunny skies today, and it will be mild with highs in the lower 60s. I'm Storm Tracker 8 meteorologist Matt DiNardo.
0: You're up to date now in the Richmond Sports Center at 8. 30. Mitchell Bradley on 99.5 and 1027 ESPN.
7: Trade up on any non-contact thermometer for a $5 rebate towards an Exergen purchase at any retailer. Accuracy matters when taking temperatures. Upgrade to Exergen. Visit exergen.com.
3: Agnes was in deep trouble with the IRS. I owed the IRS a lot of money. I did not know what I was going to do. I was scared. Agnes caught a break and found out about Optima Tax Relief. But when I called Optima Tax, they guaranteed me that they were going to help me out the best that they can. And they did. Optima stopped the IRS. No more telephone calls, no more letters. Optima Tax took care of everything. I can finally sleep at night. I was stress-free. Agnes was finally free from her IRS nightmare. It was like a bird. And was lifted off of me, and it was a great feeling. Are you in deep trouble with the IRS? You might want to listen to Agnes. I would refer Optima tax relief to anyone because they got me debt free from owing the IRS <laughs> any more money. Call Optima right now for your free consultation. Call 800 481 8144. 800 481 8144. 800 481 8144. Optima tax relief. Some restrictions apply. For complete details, please visit optimataxrelief.com.
0: Hey, this is Lamar Johnson, co-owner of Pig and Brew. The reason we opened Pig and Brew was because we wanted to bring authentic North Carolina style barbecue to the south of the James. We serve St. Louis ribs, beef brisket, smoked wings, mince pork barbecue, pulled chicken barbecue. If you're a barbecue lover, I, I I can guarantee you we have one of the best briskets in town.
3: RVA's best barbecue is at Pig and Brew at 1313 Hull Street, south of the James online at pigandbrew.com. Looking for a friendly neighborhood barbecue restaurant? How about Pig & Brew Barbecue? Authentic North Carolina barbecue right here in the RVA. Serving signature dishes such as smoked brisket, minced pork barbecue, St. Louis ribs, fresh seafood, and plenty of scrumptious southern sides. Cocktails to go. Catering pickup available. Make Pig & Brew your new favorite spot. Located south of the James at 1313 Hall Street. Open Wednesday through Saturday, 1 to 8 p.m. Give us a call at 447-2625 or check out the full menu at pigandbrew.com.
4: Welcome back, 8.31 Eastern Time. We emphasize this morning because it's only 6.31, 6.32 now, uh, Mountain Time. And as I mentioned, uh, our next guest, first guest this morning, it is live. So he is up. The coffee is a-brewin', and we're going to talk some FCS college football with our good buddy Kevin Marshall from FCS Nation. You hear his program right here on these airwaves, Saturday mornings at 11, and you are hearing it in the springtime, which is rather unusual, rather than in the fall. But you are hearing it, and it will be on uh, this Saturday morning. Kevin, wake up, my friend. Good morning. How are you? I hit the wrong button, Bob. <laughs> I admit, I admit,
5: at least I didn't hit the wrong button on the coffee, dude.
4: Yeah, no kidding. I told you yesterday you better set a couple of alarms this morning for this. So, anyway, uh, welcome to the program. Thank you for getting up and uh, and joining us to talk some FCS football with us this morning. And, uh, you know, it'd be hard not to start on a national scope with uh, a new team at the top of the FCS national standings, and that is the James Madison Dukes because we saw something we haven't seen in quite some time, and that was North Dakota State losing last week. Were you surprised by that?
5: I mean – Yes, but, Bob, I mean, look, 39 games in a row, at some point you're going to put it on the ground, aren't you? At some point something's not going to go your way. And I think that they had a nice long run, but I think James Madison's probably the best team in the country right now.
4: Mm. Yeah. do you think that run – let's follow up on that. Do you think that run is over for North Carolina State – for North Dakota State? Do you think more losses could be coming for them this season?
5: I don't know whether they'll win the national championship, Bob, but I'll tell you this, my friend, uh, they got pushed around. They got pushed around not only on the offensive line and the defensive line, they got pushed around by the head coach. They got outplayed. They got outscored. They got outcoached last week. That's what
4: happened. All right, so that's that's kind of a big deal. And as we said, that does put James Madison at the forefront of this thing. Um You know, they played two games, uh, the wins over Moorhead State, that was dominating, and then they struggled for a half with uh, Robert Morris. So would you say kind of the same things about a James Madison? Look, it's not always going to go perfect, but they had these two non-conference games in place for a reason, probably worked to their benefit even to struggle a little bit Saturday.
5: Robert Morris is better than people tried to give them credit for. Mm
4: -hmm. And,
5: look, the best team they're going to play all season is going to be Richmond, I think. But we're going to look back at this and go, wow, Robert Marsh was pretty good. And they came there to play, not just to get a check. They looked for a half. They shoved James Madison around. They exposed the weakness that they perhaps have at the quarterback position. And, look, it's not something that JMU fans didn't didn't already know coming into this spring season, Bob. Mm Mm-hmm.
4: Um, they start with Elon this week in conference play at Elon, and you and I talked about this a little bit yesterday. That's that's another team that we thought could be flexing its muscles uh, this year, which will be a real challenge now on Saturday against JMU.
5: Look, losing a quarterback hurt Elon, no doubt. Yeah. But you struggle with Davidson, and then you lose to Gardner-Webb. Look, the Lamb family, uh, for those that don't know, Uh, You know, Hal Lamb is a legendary coach in the state of Georgia at the high school ranks. Bobby Lamb uh, is is the only guy that I know of that uh, has won a national championship as a quarterback, then as a head coach. But Trey Lamb, his son, won his first game last week at Gardner-Webb. I think he's a rising star in the coaching profession. But, uh, I mean, look, by all rights, Elon should be 0-2. Davidson pushed them to the brink. I mean, this is not basketball where everyone knows that Davidson's pretty good, but this is college football where, you know, uh, they don't play in the Socon or uh, the CAA. Uh, they play uh, non-scholarship Pioneer League football, and they had Elon on the ropes for three and a half quarters.
4: Kevin, what made you say, and I know you know we're broadcasting here in the capital city, although in this day and age your voice is resonating anywhere it wants to be, that Richmond would be the toughest team that JMU will play. Now, obviously, they're only playing three teams at this point moving forward, Richmond, Elon, and William and & Mary. Uh, you know, Richmond's not in the top 25. None of them are in the top 25, obviously. But what what leads you to believe that Richmond is going to be a little bit better, perhaps, than William and & Mary and Elon this season?
5: I'm a big fan of Russ, of Russ Houston, I'll tell you. Um, what he did at Chattanooga is take a program that – had everything going for it, but just couldn't seem to put it together. And, you know, he came in there and took advantages and made them advantages. I think at, at in the large publics in the Southern Conference for a long time, Bob, that they used their uh, advantages as a disadvantage. But Russ came in there and did what only somebody who is a very good football coach can do, which is take a bunch of... Kids from everywhere, JUCO transfers, uh, uh, Division One transfers, make them a team, and he did that. And look, uh, uh, Chattanooga beat Wofford last week, and uh, look, beating Wofford is something that you know you, maybe you don't raise your hands about and cry out with joy. But I'll tell you this: Wofford is the Richmond of the Southern Conference. Uh, only Wofford's had a, a bit more success on the playing field in football lately than Richmond has. But you know what? As a SOCON guy, it wouldn't bother me much if Richmond came home. How about
4: that? Uh, Kevin Marshall, FCS Nation, uh, joining us on the Herman Allen Hotline here on the Sports Huddle on a Wednesday uh, morning, 99.5, 1027, FM, 950 AM, ESPN. We talked about this when you and I conversed yesterday as well, but as you scan the nation, Kevin, how are teams approaching this spring season? We know games are underway. There's a scoreboard, so they want to win, obviously. Uh, We told the story. I told the story yesterday about Richmond, William & Mary, and the Capital Cup will be on the line this Saturday. These are legit NCAA games, so those two teams are going to play for for that cup twice this year, beginning and end of the season. So they're playing with an awful lot of meaning. But in general, what are you you feeling, what are you hearing and seeing across the nation about how teams are approaching playing in the spring?
5: Well, I'll tell you this, Bob. It's amusing to me just a little bit um, how uh, before uh, Saturday at 3 o'clock Eastern time, NDSU really wanted to win the national championship this spring. And then after they lost, it became a you know, was this something that we really wanted to do? So I, I I you know what you said yesterday is perfect. Hey, we're playing and they count. And I think that is a very strong statement that you made. Um if y'all win the the, the cup twice, are you gonna give it back bob i don't
4: think so are you no not at all it it would stay stay in richmond and that's what i told you yesterday uh the conversation was had yesterday yes bring that cup with you to the game and it does belong to william and mary right now let's give him credit last time these teams stepped on the field was the end of the 2019 season and william and mary won at richmond don't think for a moment that the spiders don't remember that so the cup will be at robin stadium On Saturday afternoon, whether it stays there or not, we'll find out by about 4 o'clock Saturday afternoon. Bob, is Reese Udinski the best quarterback in the Commonwealth of Virginia? What do you think? You broke up on me a little bit there, Kevin.
5: I said, is Reese Udinski the best quarterback in the Commonwealth of Virginia?
4: Well, I think that that would be at that level, potentially. But, you know, obviously... You know we've got some pretty good quarterbacks in this in this Commonwealth, so it would be hard to say that at this point for sure, for sure.
5: But he's pretty good, isn't
4: he? Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. So anyway, uh, Kevin, it's go a ahead. I'm sorry, good go ahead. Thing finish for up. for
5: everybody, yeah. if VMI is good, right? Yep,
4: yep. That their win last week was a real statement victory uh, for that program. You know it. You've been around those those schools for a long time now. That was a a eye opening win, and it didn't matter whether it came in the spring or the fall, right?
5: Right, because, you know, look, uh, there's one thing that uh, everybody can rally around, and that's the dislike
4: of Furman, I think, right? <laughs> now you really are speaking like a SoCon guy.
5: <laughs> well, I mean, look, and old-time Richmond fans will be like, yeah, yeah, you know, there's nothing I like about Furman, period. So uh, there you go.
4: There you go. We like having you on our airwaves, and we'll be listening Saturday morning at 11. FCS Nation comes to you right here on ESPN Richmond. Go back to sleep, Kevin. You can put the coffee away and start the day a little bit later, but thank you so much for getting up early with us this morning. It's always a pleasure to be with you, Bob. The voice of the spiders, man, that's an honor. Thank you, Bob. Appreciate it. Honored to be the voice of the Spiders. Thank you, Kevin Marshall. We're going to continue our college football talk. Demonte Tucker Dorsey, linebacker, James Madison Dukes. They're the number one team in the nation. We'll talk with Demonte about all of that when we come back. 99.5-1027-ESPN.
2: ESPN Richmond. Traffic. This traffic report brought to you by
5: Exerton. Accuracy matters. A crash in Chesterfield on Sid Road to the west of Salem Church Road. Also a traffic hazard reported to us in Chesterfield on Hall Street Road at Memphis Boulevard Lonas Parkway. And of course, we'll check that construction on High 64 in both directions around Airport Drive. I'm Joe Hawkins on 995 and 1027 ESPN.
6: Get a $5 rebate by trading up any non-contact thermometer toward an extrogen purchased at any retailer. Accuracy matters, especially when it comes to checking for fever. Visit Exergen.com.
3: This update is brought to you by Pig & Brew Barbecue, authentic North Carolina-style barbecue located south of the James, 1313 Hull Street, or online at pigandbrew.com.
1: If you hit it, pass it, dunk it, shoot it, check it, throw it, put it, or block it, then we're going to talk about it. I like that! I just thought I'd clear that up. 99.5 and 1027 ESPN.
2: The reimagined Lexus of Richmond has a cafe, new showroom, spacious customer lounge, enclosed service lane, and a technology team. Catch every NCAA basketball
3: tournament game on all 70 High Def TVs at Uptown Alley, 6101 Brad McNear Parkway, or online at uptownalleyrichmond.com. Virginia, William Hill, America's number one sportsbook, is now here. One of the things I love about
0: betting on basketball is I'm always finding new player props or games that I like. Hey, everyone, it's Mitchell Bradley. What's cool about FanDuel Sportsbook is you can combine these props with other bets from the same game to score an even bigger payout. It's called a same-game parlay bet, and you can find them on FanDuel. Many reasons why I've been enjoying the same-game parlay bets because there's so many market types to get involved with, whether it's the money line or if I want to choose a point spread for a certain game. Right now, new and existing users can get up to $25 on site credit back each day. If your parlay falls one leg short with Same Game Parlay Insurance. You heard that right every day. That's why I bet on FanDuel. It's easy to use. I've registered. I made those deposits and now I'm placing my bets and when I win, it's easy to get my money back in as little as 24 hours. So just download the FanDuel Sportsbook app and try a Same Game Parlay using promo code Mitch at sign up. That's promo code Mitch, M-I-T-C-H. You must be 21 and up and present in present Virginia. Refund issued is non-withdrawable site credit that expires in seven days. Maximum refund is $25. Terms apply. See sportsbook.fanduel.com for details. Gambling
7: are you paying too much for term life insurance there's a tremendous price war among the major term life companies and rates have dropped dramatically in the past few years for example for a man age forty five non tobacco user it's one million dollars of coverage at seventy five dollars per month level rate for the next ten years or a man age fifty non tobacco user can obtain five hundred thousand dollars of coverage for a monthly premium of only one hundred ten dollars per month guaranteed not to change for the next twenty years that's right level rate guaranteed not to change for the next twenty years if you're a smoker we have great rates available for you as well at Term Busters, we specialize in policies of $500,000 and above. If you're looking for a new or replacement term life insurance, call today for a quote at one 929 1950 That's one 929 You're probably paying more than you should. Call Term Busters at one 929 1950 That's 1-866-929-1950. Remember, one 929 1950 Rates and availability may vary by state sample rate quotes for preferred non-tobacco underwriting exam required to qualify. The ESPN Richmond Guest Hotline is sponsored by Herman Allen Plumbing Heating and Cooling,
1: an authorized Lennox dealer. Online at hermanallenplumbing.com.
2: Lexus of Richmond believes the finest vehicles in the world should be sold and serviced from the most amazing facility. The reimagined Lexus of Richmond has a cafe, new showroom, spacious customer lounge, enclosed service lane and a technology team to assist every Lexus guest's need. Experience amazing today at the reimagined Lexus of Richmond.
0: What's up, guys? This is Jay Williams with Keyshawn, Jay Williams, Zubin. You're listening to Richmond's number one source for sports talk radio and play-by-play, 995 and 1027 ESPN.
4: Let's keep the college football talk going this morning. Let's talk with DeMonte Tucker-Dorsey of the now nationally ranked number one JMU Dukes two weeks into this unusual spring season. DeMonte, thank you for joining us. Good morning. How you doing? I'm good, man. How you doing? Easy first question. Fine, thanks, by the way. What's it like playing spring football, not spring practice, which you're used to, but practices so you can play spring football games?
9: It's funny that you ask that. You know, I really didn't even uh, realize it until you just said that. I mean, it's no different for me. Um, Biggest difference is just no fans, but uh, football is football.
4: Was it any different over the Christmas break, mentally and physically, getting prepared to come back, knowing you were going to play football games immediately, as opposed to just having football practices?
9: Um, It's just like, uh, it was definitely different, but I feel like I had extra motivation this year because it's been so long, and me coming into a new, bigger role this year, playing and starting, so Um, It it was different, but um, I feel like the motivation and the work ethic was still there.
4: So how's that bigger and newer role gone for you so far through the first two games of the season, tied for the defensive team lead in tackles with 12? How do you feel you have um, you know fit into those bigger shoes through the first couple games?
9: Um, I'm confident about my game right now. I feel really good. Um, I feel really good about the team. Um, I just feel like everybody's doing their job, and I'm going to continue to do mine um it it feels uh much better sitting on that bench uh you know uh being a leader and uh it's just a a part of a new process for me and i'm uh, just happy that i'm in the position that i'm in
4: did you prepare yourself mentally any differently than in the past knowing that you were going to spend as much time as you are now which is what you want to do of course on the field any mental preparation difference
9: um, in the aspect of leadership or just playing more?
4: Probably just playing more, and then you can touch on leadership as well. It seems like you have really embraced that role by what you're saying.
9: Uh, yeah, definitely I try to. But as far as playing, um, I, I don't really think it's too much of a difference. Like I said earlier, football is football. I've been playing this since I was like eight years old. So um, it's just the game that I love to play. And so, the, in, in that aspect, it's not too much different. not nothing that I didn't expect. Um, As far as being a leader, um, you know, just implementing myself and, you know, getting the respect of the guys around me and my teammates and my coaches in the organization. um, Obviously, I had to, you know, take a different approach than than I was taking last year because I had a new role. So um, it was more so uh, just understanding and realizing that I have to conduct myself a certain way because now I have people looking at me and up to me. Uh, for for other things that, you know, may have not been in the past. So that was probably the biggest difference.
4: Uh, Sounds like you're making that transition pretty well to this point so far and your team off to a 2-0 start, so that obviously helps. How much do you think those two games, Moorhead State, Robert Morris, have prepared you to start CAA play and get on the road for the first time this weekend at Elon?
9: Um, they, they really prepared us um good, you know, the first game we got to gotta uh we got to get a lot of guys in. So, you know, just to knock the rest off and you know, get guys playing experience that haven't had it already. Um, just so everybody can get their feet wet and feel comfortable about playing. Um, then last week, you know, we went through a little adversity which is also good, especially early on, you know, so we know how to uh, respond and bounce back from adversity. So I think it's been really good to us and um, gonna help us carry out throughout the uh rest of the season.
4: Yeah, what was the feeling and kind of the chatter on the sideline when you looked up at the scoreboard and you were actually trailing in that game, sixteen to nine, to Robert Morris?
9: <laughs> uh, to be honest, you know, um, for me personally, it was like uh, I don't want to. It was just different, you know. JMU, we're, we're a brand, you know. We have a, a very um, accomplished brand, and we we have a standard, and we wasn't meeting those no standards, so. Um, The message on the sideline was, you know, just get back to playing JMU football, doing what we do. And uh, I think we came out and did that in the second half, and you see the results. So, um, obviously, we're not happy with how the first half and how the entire game went, but I think we finished uh, good, and uh, I think that's all that matters.
4: What does JMU... Defensive football mean to you playing JMU defensive football. If I look at the stat sheet through the first two games, I think I've got a pretty good idea. But what's the strength? What does JMU defensive football mean to you?
9: Um, JMU defensive football to me is uh fast, physical, and relentless. Uh we're fundamentally sound. Uh we know we have good communication. Uh we fly around, we play with each other, and you know, there's no individual. We all play as a unit. I think that's what separates us from uh, a lot of other teams, you know, a lot of good things can happen when nobody cares who gets the credit. So, um, you know, we just all bought into each other. And, you know, we play like brothers and we play together, and um, we gonna hit you in the mouth. So you, <laughs> you better be ready.
4: Uh, that's one of my favorite phrases, by the way. Not not hit me in the mouth, but the uh, imagine what you can get accomplished if nobody cares who gets the credit. Uh, that's that's a good one. I, I like that for sure, Demonte. Um, Sixteen yards rushing allowed in in two games. Uh, what's making you guys so tough to run the ball against? I realize it's a small sample size and and two non conference opponents. Uh, yeah, like, like
9: you said, it's a small sample size. So we don't want to get it too high or too low or anything. But um, like I said, you know, everybody's just doing their job and being in the right place at the right time. And, you know, the communication and getting all our checks in. And, um, yeah, basically just being in, a, being in the right spot. The uh, yeah, coaches put us in a position to make plays and be successful. So as long as we do what they tell us to do, we should be fine.
4: Hey, have you guys had any conversations about, you know, if you take this thing deep and you want to do that, you want to go to a national championship game, which would be in the middle of May, what it's going to be like to turn things around in a relatively short period of time over the summer. I'm not trying to get, you know, ahead of the head of the deal here or cart before the horse. uh, But there will be a fall season approaching pretty quickly if you guys uh, take it all the way here in the spring.
9: Um, You know, our goal is to go out there and win two championships this year, you know. So um, we're going to do whatever we have to in order to, you know, get through this season and, and get to that goal uh, for the first half in this season. And then after that, when we go into that second season, I don't know how much time we're going to get off, if we get any off. But, you know, um, we, we're committed to, you know, the process and the team and winning. So uh, I feel like we're going to do whatever it takes to, you know, accomplish our goal.
4: Finishing up with uh, JMU linebacker DeMonte Tucker-Dorsey on the Herman Allen hotline here on the sports huddle this morning. Well, part of getting to that goal, I guess, is where you are during the season. And here you are this week, number one in the FCS Top 25 poll. How much did you guys kind of look at that? And I don't even mean so much the poll, but just the fact, you know, that one of the standard bearers in FCS football, North Dakota State, got knocked off last week.
9: Um. well, in the beginning of the season, I think they had us ranked four. Um, you know, so and now we rank one. But you know, we don't really try to look and put too much stock in those rankings. Um, we just try to go out there and win every week. And uh, yeah, obviously, North Dakota State losing was a uh, uh, surprise to everybody. But um, you know, we're worried about Elon. This week. We, we we look at them if they ever if we get to that point.
4: Yeah, I know. Obviously, you played them last year, and it's Coach Signetti's former stopping grounds. Uh, any. Talk about that still at this point, or is that kind of in the distant past, and it's just kind of the next opponent on the schedule
9: uh yeah you know, I get a little bit um you know the media is gonna you know make that a thing, but um, I don't think coach is really worried about it too much i I think he sees it the way we all see it, and you know that's just the next game on the schedule.
4: Oh, I'm sure he downplays it. No no doubt about that. Uh, Good stuff, Damonte. Really good stuff. Good luck this weekend against Elon, and we'll be following your progress during the spring and then, of course, in the fall as well. Thank you, Damonte. No problem, man. You have a good day. Boy, it's been great to talk some FCS football this morning, hasn't it? Uh, We've taken the whole half hour to do so, and I'm going to finish it up with a little bit of uh, breaking news as well. Uh, Latrell Scott leaving Norfolk State. As their head coach, he is taking an assistance position at East Carolina, uh, which is really kind of interesting news uh, on, the, on the state college football front. Uh, today and again they're not playing in the spring norfolk state is not playing in the spring so it wasn't as if they're pre- prepping for game but still interesting decision by latrell i don't know what kind of handwriting you might see on the wall down there at north carolina state and uh, at uh at norfolk state uh but apparently uh just too good a position down there at ecu not to take that spot so that was made official this morning latrell scott obviously former head coach at richmond Uh, moving on to East Carolina. We'll take some more time to talk about that here in the coming days, I'm sure, as it changes a little bit of landscape of uh, FCS and college football here in the Commonwealth of Virginia. All right, let's stay right on time here. Let's get to the break. And, again, coming up in the 9 o'clock hour, we're going to do things a little bit differently this morning because we've got kind of a roundtable discussion, a verbal on-the-air roundtable discussion talking about getting you back in our outdoor venues, what it's going to take, what it's going to look like when it starts, what it hopefully will look like as time marches on through the spring and summer and into the fall. So we'll do that coming up next. And stay tuned in the 9 o'clock hour. Our Sports Fan Forum is straight ahead right here on the Sports
6: have you been denied credit? Are you paying high interest rates because of a low credit score? Join the thousands of people who've relied on creditrepair.com to help rebuild their credit score. I
9: went to get my first car. I had
5: to get a used car, high interest, and so I knew that things were things were done from there.
6: For over 15 years, we've helped thousands with their search for solutions to credit issues. We communicate with you, your creditors, and the credit bureaus with a unique approach designed to remove items like late payments, collections, charge-offs, liens, bankruptcy, and foreclosures that are unfair, or. Inaccurate.
5: I've gone
3: up 40 points already.
6: There are many services offering to tell you your credit score and even monitor it for you. But what good is just knowing your credit score when what you really need is to fix it? Credit Repair Members see a significant improvement in their credit scores month after month. Call now to get your no obligation credit consultation including your free credit score and free summary credit report. Don't delay. Call 800-794-2750. That's 800-794-2750. 800-794-2750. Not available in all states. Are you experiencing financial hardship and finding yourself pressed of owing the irs back taxes the experienced professionals at allied tax relief can relieve you from irs collections most importantly negotiate your tax debt here's marie a pleased client of allied tax relief
0: my
8: hours were cut in half at work and the irs was threatening to collect twenty seven thousand dollars i owed them i contacted allied tax relief for help they were able to put a stop to the irs collections once they negotiated my debt i walked away paying only seven hundred dollars to the irs
6: especially during these times of need allied tax relief is able to negotiate various fresh start programs to relieve you of your irs tax debt call allied tax relief now 800-544-2180 for a free consultation use this pandemic situation to your advantage now is the best time to get irs forgiveness call today 800-544-2180 this call could save you thousands that's 800-544-2180 800-544-2180
0: Add a little excitement to your sports-watching experience by betting on all the action on FanDuel. Hey everyone, it's Mitchell Bradley. There's a reason why FanDuel is America's number one sports book. Their app is simple, easy to use. They've got unique, fun bet types like Same Game Parlay and exclusive always-on promotions. And if you win, you get your winnings back safely in as little as 24 hours. With FanDuel, i found it's fun to bet with a range of betting options. Whether I want to choose player props, futures, I can find just the bet I want and put it in safely.